This is the Liberated As Buck podcast with Jenna Gordon. I am a wife and mama, a 3-5 splenic projector, a spiritual witch, a doctor of chemistry, and a liberation mentor. I am a living contradiction and example of allness so that you know it's possible too. It's time to obliterate the motherfucking shackles. Hello and welcome back to the Liberated As Fuck podcast with me, Jenna Gordon. I'm so so excited to be here today. (laughs) I am going to be diving into a topic that is so near and dear to me and I'll really dig into the meat of why that is as we go through. But what we're talking about today is how to increase your productivity without sacrificing your needs. And before, as always, as be- before we jump into the episode today, I want to update you on what's happening in my life and things that are moving and shifting and changing. My baby just turned three years old. My baby just turned three on Monday, January 29th, and I cannot believe that my youngest baby is three years old now. I can't believe that. When Presley turned three, I was actually, nope, not yet. I had not. No, I was. (laughs) You can hear my processing. I was pregnant with Alessi and like ready to have number two on the way. And now we just have these two beautiful girls. We Maybe we'll add to our family, maybe not, but to think that my youngest baby is three is totally wild. And it really gave me some time to reflect on the journey that I went through in pregnancy, bringing her into this world and like the personality that gets to come through. I, so my two pregnancies were very different between Presley and Alessi. I, both pregnancy and birth, actually. So with Presley, I was miserably sick the entire time. I did the entire um, pregnancy. I I went through the doctor's office through the entire pregnancy, gave birth in the hospital, which I am totally not opposed to whatsoever. But at the same time, I I was young. I was naive. I had no idea what was going on. And I felt so lost in this world where they, you know, the medical system really just doesn't give you a lot of information and they, they essentially give you just enough to make the decision that they want you to make. And so that's what I felt happened with my pregnancy and birth with my daughter Presley. And then going into my second pregnancy with Alessi, I wanted to do things totally different. I was already a very, very different person just by going through my own spiritual awakening and doing so much upheaval, upheaval and shifting and changing of all of the things that were going on for me, my beliefs, how I saw the world, my relationships, um, everything, truly everything. And so in this time, I wanted to do my pregnancy and birth so differently because I was more connected to myself. I understood myself more, my wants and true desires for pregnancy and birth. And so I was able to honor that in a way with Alessi that I wasn't with Presley, which was really, really beautiful. I was 
I went to um, a home birth midwife and had a doula. I actually had a doula at my first birth as well. It was the same doula, which was just even sweeter. But we got to go through the process of having a hospital birth with her and also a home birth, which is what we, um, or what I, (laughs) I did. It's so funny when we talk about like children being born or like a woman being pregnant. So often the couple like says we're pregnant or like, we just had this baby, but like, really, let's be honest. I had the baby. Um, (laughs) I gave birth at our house that we currently still live in three years ago to this beautiful, magnetic, like loving, just hilarious little girl. And how special it is to really reflect on the difference between those pregnancies, but then also really look at her and how much she has shifted and changed and evolved. And like the little glimmers of her personality that were shining through from, you know, the moment that she was born essentially and getting to see those come to life. Being a mom is, here's my emotions, (laughs) y'all. They're always here. Being a mom is such a fucking gift, and it is one that I will never take for granted. I'm so grateful, and I love, (laughs) I love it so much to, like, watch them grow, to be the best I can be for them, and it is just a dream. Okay, let's dive into the episode today, which is about how you increase your productivity without sacrificing yourself, your needs, time for you, your pleasure, your fun, your joy. And this is really like speaking to you. If you are the person who knows you want more, if you're in this space of life that you're like, I absolutely want to create more, whether that's income or impact on the world, whether that's just simply actually like uh, external circumstances as well, no matter what it is, you know, like you're wanting more. But when you think about, okay, how do I actually go and make that happen? It really just feels like so much more on your plate. And you're like, fuck, I want to do this. I want to create this. I want to go after this dream, this goal, this passion. And yet thinking about doing that actually sends me into this overwhelm or this feeling of overwhelm that I actually can't move or can't take action. Um, Or if you're also like worrying that you will have even less time for yourself. If you're already like okay, I'm really highly ambitious. I'm doing the things I'm going after them and I do want more. But then if I do, I'm going to have even less time for me. So how, how am I going to do that? And, or you worry about your relationships, the people in your life, that something is going to suffer because you are going after more. And if that's true, if that is you, if you are recognizing yourself feeling that way, wanting so much more in your life, this up level, this expansion, and yet you're feeling like, but but that's actually going to sacrifice myself, my relationships, that's going to cost me, that's going to feel like so much more overwhelm, then you are literally repelling the exact thing that you want. And... That is actually really exciting to recognize if that's you, not from this place of shame. We 
aren't here to sit in a shame pit. We are not here to induce shame. We are here to recognize where we are, meet ourselves with love in that, and then decide to do something different. Because you know, I am not coming on this podcast to be like, okay, so figure that out. (laughs) While yes, there is an element of you need to figure that out for yourself. How is this actually going to happen? I will, of course, as always, give you the tangible tools to help you get there. So how you actually change that, how you actually start to attract the thing you want is you create, you cultivate the deepest level of safety to that you know that you can hold it. You can navigate it. You know that you are capable of doing it or, or calling in more, creating more. So you need to feel safe enough to create more. If you want to create more, you have to feel safe enough to create more in your body, through your body. Instead of what, what's actually happening right now is your body is stopping you. It is holding you back from doing this thing because it feels dangerous or like you're sacrificing something. So in order to actually know that you can create it, you have to feel safe enough to. You also have to feel safe enough to intentionally choose time for yourself. So yes, while it's a possibility that when you go for more, when you have big dreams, when you have big fuck off goals, that you can put yourself at the bottom of the list, you can also intentionally choose to put yourself at the top. But to be able to do that, you have to feel safe enough to be in it, to be in the body, to be in yourself, with yourself. And you have to know that you are going to intentionally choose. You have to feel safe enough that you can intentionally choose, even when you have more on your plate, to pour into your relationships, the people around you, the things that are important to you. And actually know that this gets to take you deeper into it versus pull you away from it or cost you something or sacrifice something. So how do you do all that? How do you do that? Like, how do you actually create the safety to know you can create more? The safety to know that you can intentionally choose the time for you instead of being the last priority. And the safety to intentionally choose to pour into your people, your relationships, the the things you care about, even when you have more on your plate. And know that takes you deeper. How you do that, we're going to talk today about three different ways that you can do that. And take what resonates with you. If all three of these land and you're like, ooh, I see something in that area that I can really dive into, amazing. And if you are really connected to one of these things, take that and go fucking deep. Explore it. What is here for you to take you to the next level? Okay, number one. Number one is to assess your energy leaks. Now, if you've never heard this term before, energy leaks are the area or the things that your energy is being given to and or literally just being drained out of you, sucked out of you 
without you actually giving your energy to it. The areas that are pulling energy out of you or you are giving energy that are actually not supportive for you and the life that you want to live. So if you know you want more, first, what is that more? Is it more income? Is it more impact? Is it a certain type of up level or expansion? And once you know what that is, once you know what your goals are, what you're wanting in life, take some time to look at where are you actually spending your energy? Where is your energy going on a regular basis that is in one category, super supportive for you and actually helps you achieve this goal or work towards this thing or support yourself in it. And then the other category is what is actually just draining you. It is not supportive. It is not helping you. It is not actually taking you closer to your dreams, your desires, your goals. So when you think about energy leaks, I like to really bring in a visual, especially with energy leaks, because I feel it is so helpful. So I literally think of a bucket. You have a bucket full of energy. You have a bucket full of energy. And with this bucket full of water, every leak, everything that you are intentionally giving your energy to that is not supporting you and or unintentionally giving your energy to or that is siphoning your energy, all of those things are actually just draining your bucket. They are literally flowing water out of your bucket. And the thing about energy leaks is that they can range in severity too. Like one thing that you are doing or being or investing your energy into or something that is literally just siphoning your energy might be so large that the hole is like a, a fucking gaping asshole that is just draining water, so much water, aka energy. And if that's the case, that is the most important energy leak to look at. So once you have both put these these two created this like list essentially of like what's supportive, what am I using my energy on or or what is my energy being directed towards that is actually supportive to me? And then the other side that's unsupportive, then can you actually maybe rank the the support unsupportive side? Rank those. What is siphoning your energy the quickest? That is not allowing you to actually move and take action and and do the things that you say you want to do. And by plugging those holes, stopping those holes, adjusting those holes, you will gain back so fucking much energy and productivity, you will be mind blown. Mind blown. Every, each and every single one of us has energetic leaks, even if we're actively working on cleaning them up. So what are yours? Explore them. Dive into them and clean some of that shit up. Plug some of the holes, okay? All right, number two. Number two today is look at your time management. 
So it's not just about how you're using your energy, but it's also about how you're using your time. And if you're like, you know, I think I'm pretty good at at, um, using my time well. First things first is check your screen time. Check your screen time. Is that actually true? That also might, you know, be a little bit challenging if you're an entrepreneur and you do most of your work on your screen, then, you know, you can actually look at that and be like, does this make sense for what I was doing? But also it's not just like, how are you using your time and looking at that? But it's actually taking the time to create a, a structure around your time that actually feels good. And I know that that word, that word in itself, structure can be really activating for some because it can feel like, Ooh, like I don't want to structure my time. Like I want my life to feel flowy and free and easy and nice. And you know, I can kind of just, I know I have plenty of time to do all the things I want to do. And I just do them kind of as I feel them. And I, I hear you. I totally, totally hear you. And I think you should do absolutely what everything works for you. And at the same time, what I want to say is creating a structure, especially like a time blocking structure around your life does not have to be rigid, number one. And it also doesn't have to be a restrictive thing. It can actually be really, really powerful because you know, yes, I have enough time to do the things I need to do. And so when you actually create the time blocks in there for them, you can also create time blocks for yourself to care for yourself or to have fun or to go play or to enjoy yourself. And so, you know, not only do you have time to get the things done that you need to get done, but you also have time to play and have fun and enjoy yourself in it. Can you look at your own time? How are you using it? Does it actually feel good the way that you are using it? If so, amazing. Can you go a little deeper? If not, how do you get to shift things? How do you get to change things? To really make sure that you have the time and energy to give to the things you want. If you want to create more productivity, creating time blocks for yourself, not as a rigid structure, but as a way to create the space for you to play inside of it, for you to do what you need to do inside of it. I literally look at time blocking as another way of creating a masculine structure, something that is more firm, more rigid, has more quote unquote, like rules around it so that you have the ability to play, express, enjoy yourself within it, to really be in your feminine within it. Okay, number three. Number three is energetic containers. So let me talk about this just a little bit. What is an energetic container? So oftentimes when you want more, when you are reaching for bigger goals, more income, more impact, going really going for something and worrying about sacrificing yourself in the way or along the way or sacrificing something along the way, there's often a lot of mental chatter that goes into it. A lot of overthinking, a lot of, of noise in the head that is just so lost in that space. And it is, yes, it's an energetic leak, but it's also a, a something that you can create a specific container for. So 
a an energetic container is literally where you potentially you are let's say you want to spend time actually really pouring into yourself really being present with yourself and when you do that you actually go into the mental space of oh my gosh what do I need to do what's you know what's next on the the list how am I going to get to this before the end of the day and you really go into that space of mental chatter there becomes like this disconnect between what you're doing and what all of the other things that are happening in the brain. So that really, really limits your productivity. And again, yes, it's an energetic leak, but a specific way of navigating this type of energetic leak is by creating an energetic container or literally grabbing a physical container of some sort and placing the things that do not need to be present in that moment in that box, in that container. This can even be about like fears or things that are holding you back from doing what you want to do. You can literally take a physical box or an an imagined one and you can place this thing in there for some time. You're like, I want to be present right here, right now. So the things that I need to do on my to-do list get to be put away in this container for a bit of time until I'm ready to re-access them because I know I have the time and the energy to be able to get to it. So I'm curious if you ever have used an energetic container or if this feels like it could be really supportive to you in allowing you to really go for more, to, to do more, to create more without sacrificing yourself along the way. Because you do not have to sacrifice yourself. You can feel good. You can feel alive. You can prioritize yourself. You can prioritize your relationships. You can have more on your plate without it or create more without it feeling like more on your plate. I think that's all I have for today. That's what I wanted to deliver. So if this lands with you, please DM me. Let me know at JG Alchemy. Um, and, or send this episode to a friend, to a sister that, you know, and think would really benefit from this episode. Please, please, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It is so incredibly helpful. And actually I have a quick update that season two will be on its way before you know it. In just a few episodes, we'll be wrapping up season one and some really exciting things are coming in season two. The format is going to be switching up. We're going to be bringing on more voices and I literally just could not be more excited. So with that being said, I hope you all have such an incredible day. Thank you for spending this time with me and I'll see you soon. It's time to obliterate the motherfucking shackles. Thank you.